This episode's brought to you by SeatGeek. Adam, buddy, summertime again, a little bit of a break. Say what's up. What's up? It's the World Hockey Report with Cody and Adam. Coming to you, iTunes, 12-ounce sports, however you get this beautiful, wonderful show. Summertime, a little bit of hockey going on finally, so the TV's not bare. Don't have to watch that crappy football league or the no-fun league, felon league, all that other BS. Hey, shout-out to SeatGeek, though. Dude, they hooked the kid up. Rider tickets, Eskimo tickets. Solid seats, unreal. You got to go check out SeatGeek, of course. Uh, not a big deal. They do help out the pod. Boys are clutch. Adam, buddy, what have you been up to? I uh, see all your snaps. You're kind of just wheeling the lake, eh? Not working or what? No, I work the Saturday, Sunday of the long weekend. So as soon as the Sunday ended, I kind of bolted to the lake with some of the boys and kind of had a bit of a rough Sunday night. But um, yeah, and then... I was just kind of a day trip because one of my buddies goes to Penn State and he had to be back in the city and get school stuff figured out. And another buddy goes to Norwich. He had to get that stuff figured out. Another buddy goes to York University at Caleb Dahlgren. So he had to get that stuff figured out. So we were only there for a day and then I jetted across the mid, mid northern part of Saskatchewan and went to Turtle Lake instead. Well, after that and then went surfing and stuff with my buddy and my brother for two days so it's pretty sick sick lake as well you got so many friends that you gotta just rattle them off yeah i just you had a pretty fun sunday night though eh? the kid's snap was pretty wrecked just buckle trout city or what yeah i don't know like you get to the lake and all the boys like i got there pretty late so all the boys were were kind of in one and i got there and had to catch up and maybe caught up a little too fast but i'll I'll leave it at i don't have a sleeping bag or a towel anymore so frick tough life eh you've been uh keeping track of some hockey stuff there obviously uh kind of ivan halinka lately i see you blowing up the twitter not a big deal we are kind of minor famous on twitter at world hockey rpt check us a follow or you're a loser Adam, buddy, what's your thoughts on the tournament so far? It's been, you know what? At first, I really thought the tournament was boring, and I was like, why was I excited for this? And that Canada-Sweden game was pretty good. I mean, I'll, I'll give them that. That was, a, that was a pretty entertaining hockey game. Yeah, the Saskatoon Blades owner and GM retweeted us, so there's that. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I mean, it's a weird tournament, though. It's only a Monday to Saturday tournament, and it's in the middle of August, so it's hard to get people interested in you kind of like a lot of people seem to kind of be in summer mode until after the long weekend. So maybe this is what their way back into hockey. So it's hard to get people there. And I'm in the camp that the world juniors and U18 should be in like a junior hockey city and not somewhere like Edmonton where you're not even using half the stadium, but yeah, the hockey's been good. It's what a joke. The attendance is. That's brutal. Like, dude, they, they just closed off half the stadium. Like, the first game had, like, 7,000, and it's all downhill from there. Are you kidding me? What a joke. I mean, you see how shitty of a hockey town Edmonton is. Like, city of champions, my ass. Dude, like, you're watching, like, how many top, like, first-round picks? Let's go with, like, there's got to be five to ten first-round picks in that game between Canada and Sweden. And, dude, there was, like, 3,000 people if, if, 
there. Like, that's brutal. Like, that's Buffalo World Junior bad. Edmonton, give your head a shake. You guys are losers. Yeah. I don't know, though. It should be held in a junior hockey city and not the biggest drink in Canada, which is, yeah, well, I mean, newest drink in Canada, whatever. But, yeah, the hockey's been good. It's hard, it's hard to get a read on the tournament just because the United States doesn't send their best team, from what I've heard or read. So that's hard to get a read on. Like Canada absolutely runs the show at that tournament. And it's pretty cool seeing Canada's best player, Kirby Doc, kind of play in Saskatoon and be, be where you're from. Doc over Lafreniere, you think? Yeah, I was talking with a source about this, but I kind of said like Lafreniere kind of relies on a shot too much from the, the period or the game and a half I've seen. Like he benefits more from Doc than Doc does from him because Doc would have the puck on a stick and be making plays. Lafreniere wouldn't begin those uh, scoring opportunities it wasn't for Kirby. But I think that Kirby projects as a better long-term player just because he's actually making the plays that Lafreniere is just kind of relying on a shot and getting open. Interesting call. No, there's a lot of scouting reports coming out on him. I mean, guys like Doc and stuff, it's everyone's talking high, like, you know, top 10, not out of the picture at all. Top five. That Lafreniere kid's nasty. I think uh, one of the guys that's really stood out, I didn't get to see too much of him during the season. I honestly don't know if I got to watch the Oil Kings much, but that Matthew Robertson kid's pretty nasty, eh? Yeah, he's really good. And they got, I think, four Western Hockey League D-men. They got Robertson, Bowen Byram, who's supposed to be like a top three NHL pick. He plays on the Vancouver Giants. Caden Korzak of Kelowna Rockets, like Kelowna D-Factory, and how many guys have they developed. And then... Uh, Braden Schneider of the Brandon Wheat Kings and I was saying this yesterday that he was kind of their best defenseman after Clegg left as a 16 year old can't really say I've uh, watched too much you are definitely the dub expert on all of this but you know like have you caught up on like any of the American games or anything like you know anyone that's really stood out there or you know a foreigner uh, no although 26 on Sweden I forget who it was he was clearly their best player though it's weird how the the other pool isn't even playing in the Rebels rank. Like, I think they're playing in the Red Deer College rank, eh? No, 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 dude. That's the new rank in Red Deer. Like, it's not, uh, it's not the, co- the college got an, it's got a new sick rank coming up too. I mean, absolutely nasty barn. But no, this is like, this is the Junior B barn. Like, they're going to play like their Junior B and midget trips out of there. Oh, really? Yeah, because I was kind of wondering why they didn't play at the NMAX or whatever it's called. I think the NMAX had like concerts or rodeos and stuff. And I mean, realistically, it's large enough. Like it seats like 1500 or 2000, whatever. Like that's plenty fine. No one, I mean, realistically, look at ever, look at Edmonton. I mean, it kind of proves that no one really gives two shits about what's going on there. Dude, it's like, it's to everyone's knowledge, like, oh, it's just 16, 17 year olds playing hockey. Like you literally have to like take one look at players who've played in the tournament. You're like, Oh my goodness. There's actual legit hockey players who have played here. And I I just don't get how the rink is that empty. Well, what was it? They, it it just, it's mind baffling. They said seven top 10 NHL picks this year played in the Halinka tournament. So you can either pay like 20 or 30 bucks to go to one of these games and see the kids when they're young, or you can pay 300 bucks to go to another game and sit in the nosebleeds. No shit, eh? I mean, you get your choice of seat, too. My buddy went to a game. Actually, no, that was the Sweden game. Yeah, went to a game. 
pretty much bought the cheapest tickets available, went and sat two rows back behind the glass. So there you go. Hockey Canada. You're uh is it Hockey Canada who puts it on or double IHF? I have no clue. I think it's both. I think it's like the organizing committees definitely listens to Hockey Canada. Okay, well, end of the day. A little bit of a joke, not gonna lie. Uh NHL arbitration. Dude, what did you think of that? There's a we 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 took the the podcast week off, but what was your thoughts on some of that arbitration? I think the the biggest one that I know you're going to have an opinion on has to be Wild Bill Carlson. I mean, what do you think of Williams' deal there and do you think it's good that like, you know, they're they're kind of uh not risking him on like a bridge contract, but you know, what happens if he has another sick year? Yeah, well, if he has another sick year, then he's getting seven or eight, probably even nine on the open market with the way the contracts are going. It's that like case is a one in a million case, though, right? Like, how many guys go from six goals to forty three and twenty points to like seventy or whatever, and winning the Selkie Trophy or whatever it was? Like, that's that's pretty crazy. And I mean, you score forty three goals, you're probably worth a little more than five million, but at the same time not many guys have a 37 goal increase fair enough i mean makes sense there and uh how about some of those ottawa kids i mean stone's getting paid cody cc i mean not not a bad deal for him ottawa's screwed man they're well they traded for matt duchene so that's the draft pick or whatever so they pick this year so they lose next year's pick which is probably going to be top three so kirby doc jack hughes whatever they're going to lose that. And then Duchesne's probably going to leave as a free agent. Eric Carlson's going to be traded or leave as a free agent. And Mark Stone's probably going to be traded or leave as a free agent because their owner's not going to pay anyone. And I know Stone came in at nine and the team came in at five, but that's the whole point. Like, how many times, like, it's probably only 15 or 20% of the time that the arbitrator actually awards the player uh, the money, right? Like, most people leave. I remember talking to Braden Holby's agent and he said like you don't even like you go to the arbitration hearing and the team rips the players like they have to save their money and do their job and that's even what Joel Edmondson said that his GM Doug Armstrong said to him but you basically go to the arbitration hearing and then you start negotiating right after that kind of a interesting process though to think about that and you know speaking of staying with the Canadian teams in Ottawa Bro, I feel bad for Brady Kachuk. Like, what the hell is he walking into? Man, just a dumpster fire. Like, just, I mean, if Carolina wasn't so cheap and scummy, like, I would say Ottawa's the worst. But, I mean, Carolina's proven me wrong time and, or proven me right time and time again. I mean, like, Ottawa sucks. Carolina's just, like, cheap and pathetic. But, dude, like, Ottawa's got some potential. I I honestly don't think they have that horrible of a team if everyone got along. I mean, if people's wives weren't just being absolute psychos. If, I mean, players could play good for more than 10 games in a row. I honestly don't think Ottawa would be that bad. And they were like, what, one goal away from the Stanley Cup final? One shot away, yeah. Dude, I mean, they're a dumpster fire in an ocean they're horrible anyone else from arbitration there that you know 
really stood out to you or, you know, even guys who maybe didn't get to arbitration that you're like, damn, that's a pretty good deal. Uh, I think the toughest one and the most talked about one was probably Tom Wilson's five plus million a year for, for what he did. And I know that he, he won them the cup and he creates a lot of space for Kuznetsov and Ovechkin, but at the same time, like in his NHL career and 391 games, he has 35 goals. Like he had 35 points this year, but year before this year, seven year before last year, seven. And then in the playoffs, he had 15 points in 21 games, which I mean, that's the kind of thing though, right? Like, I mean, Jay Beagle got four years, 10 million. And let's be real. If we're the GM, are we giving Jay Beagle more than two years at 1 million per year? Probably not. But you win your team a cup, you score big goals along the way, you play with the two best players like you're gonna get the money yeah i mean dude the guy got paid that's sick like i i loved watching him so i got really got no problem there but as he said you know it is a little bit risky with his past history but what is it isn't he like 24 or 25 yeah he's 24 like he was just drafted in 2012 dude i mean man rocket too. the guy's bench bench press in the cup that was pretty funny i love seeing that uh Washington's, I mean, their Stanley Cup celebration, it's not going to end. It's unreal. It's just never ending. So, uh, but yeah, you know. Ovi started working out again, though. They're just starting to work out, eh? Ovi's got his little uh, machine there. That's pretty sick. I'm, I don't know if that was like a new Russian vehicle or something they're just coming out with. Yeah, I know. He still looks like an absolute man, though. Dude, guys shred it. Tom Wilson, though, back on... Uh, the, the Will show. Uh, I liked how he played in playoffs. I I mean, huge impact. He's going into his prime. Like, I mean, it, it could have been worse. It's hard to say that, but I, I really do think it could have been. Like, you know, if they end up signing him, you know, to a shorter, like, you know, if they try to go with like a two, three-year deal, maybe he gets pissed off. And if Washington's not living, then he's fine, or winning, then he's fine to dart. Like, you know, you kind of lock him up long term. You take the risk that, hey, he does have some offensive upside. He can play with some of those highly skilled guys. But as you said, you know, he can also create some room. He can also do some damage on the four check. I enjoyed him in playoffs. I got no problem with them locking him up long term. Salary caps going up. Everyone's salary is going up. Yeah, caps. I'm still on board. I still like what they're doing. And I mean, honestly, you pay you pay guys for how they do in the playoffs. You're not paying them for having a good regular season. If a guy, like, I remember, I think it was Matt Bolesky. He had all those goals in the playoffs, and then he got $4 million a year in Boston, was eventually bought out and cut, or cut, I think, or traded or something like that to the Rangers. But, yeah, you pay guys. Like, guys might get paid in the regular season, but they earn it in the playoffs. And that's the biggest stage. I mean, you can't argue with that. Guys earning it in the playoffs, dude, that's the, the biggest stage. Like, there's there's absolutely nothing bigger. One, you obviously got your team into playoffs. Two, now you're playing with all that pressure. Everyone else is like twice, three times as hungry, and you're the one performing on that stage. Tom Wilson did that. Tom Wilson was a beast. I mean, Tom Wilson helped the Caps beat Pittsburgh. I heard, who's that guy who he wrecked? I mean, who's the guy who he busted his jaw? I heard he's just eating normal food now. Like, Aston I mean, freaking take a hike. Yeah, Zach Aston, Aston Reese. Reese. I mean, yeah, stick to slushies and applesauce, but I mean, 
you know, Wilson's going to do that again next year. And I, I really hope he does because, you know, he's an effective player. He's fun to watch. He makes the NHL interesting. Guys like that, I mean, you just hope they don't leave. That's, I mean, I wish Milan Lucic would get back to his old ways because he was a fun player to watch. He really made the NHL interesting. And it's just that style that's kind of going away and it's kind of rare. But in a sense of it's rare, it really helped the Caps win because they were an intimidating team with some speed, with some grit, with that scoring. Boom, I mean, put a ring on your finger. Well, exactly. And yeah, look at him. He got paid and he got $30 million. So good for him. How about the Oilers? I mean, I know you're uh, obviously following them. Not much moves. Uh, kind of looks like they're sleeping through July. Maybe they're at Turtle Lake or something, eh? Might be uh, hanging out there. But, dude, I mean, they they looked like they're bound to miss the playoffs again. They really haven't done anything. I mean, hire a couple of misfits. What do they do? I mean, do they just hope McDavid kind of carries them to the trade deadline? Maybe make a move or what? On my Twitter feed, I see the... I, fo- I It's almost a regret. Like, I follow all the... The Bob Stoffers and Jack Michael and Mark Spector and all of their Edmonton media guys who honestly everyone's pretty sick of and honestly me too because they're just pumping the Oilers tires pumping the Oilers tires and this and that and like oh yeah but anyways uh Bob Stoffer's tweet from yesterday and it's asking a lot like what he's tweeting I could see Edmonton finishing with 97 plus points Say 46, 31, and 5. Talbot bounce back with more rest. Healthier D, vastly improved power play. Brodzak and Reader experienced on PK. Step forward for Pooley RV. McDavid slash drive settle driving top two lines at C. So it's just, it's just weird. I mean, like, that's all very possible stuff. And I mean, the power play can't be much worse than it was. Like, it was terrible, and you have the best player in the world and a top three passer in the world in Dreisaitl. Although you still don't really, Clefbaum and Secker aren't the guys who you want on the power play uh, quarterbacking it. But I mean, yeah, so you get that. And then the penalty kill won't be 52% at home or whatever it was for a large portion of the year, because that's just embarrassing. Um, Yeah. Like a healthier D like, it might be healthy, but it's still a bottom 10 D in the league, right? Like, I mean, Darnell Nurse still isn't signed, and I don't even know what he is. And I was talking about this with my brother. Like, Darcy Kemper signed for two years at, like, $1 million a year, and he had a 930 save percentage with the Kings last year. And then the Oilers went and signed the guy for $2.5 million a year who's going to sit on their bench 25 games the next year. And you don't even know how he's going to be because he hasn't even played good in the NHL. Oh man, there's so many problems there. And yeah, it starts, I I mean, I totally against the whole Koskinen thing. Like I said, it, it's going to be a good pickup for a team. Never in my wildest dreams did I think the Oilers were going to pull something like that. And especially at two and a half mil, man, just brutal timing. And really a kind of a useless pickup. Like I get it. You want Talbot to play less games. Is Koskinen really the guy that you want in your dressing room? Like, you know, a guy who pretty much blatantly said, like, hey, if I'm going over the show, I want to be a starter. I don't know. I I really don't know if his ego is going to be able to handle it. But uh, for those Oilers, one thing I know they're going to need, a little bit of energy. uh, Get some new energy in you. 
It's a clinically proven, great tasting, chewable tablet. Provides that quick, clean energy boost, energy and focus. All powered by blueberries, antioxidants, without any sugar, no off-fill caffeine crash. I mean, you don't have to worry about that garbage Red Bull. Uh, no more Tim's Double Doubles. I hear they're shutting down the states. Good work. Probably because of new energy. Everyone's buying that. Uh, buy two or more six packs of new energy and get free shipping. Go check check them out on their website, getnewenergy.com. That's getneuenergy.com. Go check them out. They are the best. Great, great flavored as well. Jeannie Bouchard filling her Instagram and social media page with new energy. So our sponsor sponsors the hottest girl in the world and not, just not a good tennis player, but they sponsor the best looking girl in the world and she's posting about it. So they're legit. Get new energy. Hot take. Oh my goodness. Adam coming in with a fire. I love it. Hottest girl in the world. <laughs> Yeah, dude, new energy sick. I mean, if I mean, as soon as you try the product, you're like, oh, dude, they're actually legit. Like, I like that. Let's do it. Hook it up. I mean, you got to try it out. It's a getnewenergy.com. Definitely worth it. What's like Bouchard? She's got to be one of the top female tennis players in the world. Like up there with the Serena Williams and the Venus Williams. Isn't Gerber a girl? Like Kerber? Kerber. See, I was close. I mean, you knew. You knew. Dude, I know you're big on uh, following social media. There's been some funny ass videos come out. Did you see that uh, the, the slap shot one? It was like some kid playing D3. Let a bomb go and hammer the ref. I love how that just got out now. Did you see that video? I missed it. I didn't have data. No way. You missed it? I'll do it. I'm going to tag you in it right away. Or we might just share it on our page at World Hockey RPT. And of course, the website, worldhockeyreport.com. Not a big deal. A lot of blogs up there. Go check it out. Also, all the great sponsors. Yeah, you got to check out that Slapshot kid, though, dude. Guy, like, just decked a ref. Pretty, pretty funny. I, I had a couple of chuckles at that. And uh, also, that kid that went sniped. And then his celly was literally punching his opponent in the back of the head. Like, just punch the deep, like the back checker, square in the square in the back of the dome, dropped him, like sack of potatoes, gone. Not good. Did you see uh, Goldberg? So like, sickest movie is like a kid who likes hockey growing up. Obviously, the Mighty Ducks one, two, and three, sickest movies. Shout out to Gordon Bombay, Emilio Estevez, the legend. Goldberg, the goalie. He was a staple man. He was like one of the OG Ducks, like. In all three movies, he wasn't ever very good. Like I know he, like he was their backup in the uh, Goodwill Games in Anaheim at the Honda Center in the final. He didn't play, and then in the in the third movie, he he lost his starting job because he sucked. And then he got their backup goalie really fat, and he took the job back because she was so out of shape. He was feeding her donuts. But anyways, Goldberg, I forget the guy's real name. My apologies, but he had a mugshot. He was arrested for public intoxication. And like, honestly, like, it's like, you're like, oh man, like he, like you look at Goldberg. But now, now it's like, it was a sad point where you see Goldberg and it's like, he didn't even look like himself. Like scruffy beard, messy hair, just looking, looking rough. So, you know, shout out to Goldberg and let's hope he finds his way back. Dude, he's like 39 though. 
That's crazy. Like the picture looks like he's like sixty. I couldn't believe it. I, I Sean Weiss, please. Yeah, I mean, you obviously hope for the best, but taking that backup role in the Goodwill Games must have really got to him or something. Yeah, gee, that's yeah, probably geez. not something appropriate to joke about. Mm-hmm. You still playing summer league in Stoon or what? You're ripping up the uh, what's the? Is it the Gemini Arena? What's those four rinks? Canland Center. Uh, yeah, I am. We got a playoff game Sunday, and if you want to come watch us, it's free. But you know what's an app that almost makes tickets free? SeatGeek. SeatGeek is an app that aggregates the tickets from all over the web to make buying simple. Tickets are given a grade based on value, a 1 to 10 score. And you know if you're getting a good or bad deal. You can view from the seat and let you know exactly where you're going to sit. Uh, there's a rank in Saskatoon where there's literally pillars you could sit behind. So, you know, if SeatGeek was around back at Rutherford Rink, you could have seen that those seats aren't going to be very good. But click on the promo uh, tab, go to add a promo code, and use our promo code, World Hockey Report, all caps, no spaces, for $20 off your first order. You can download the app by clicking the link in our bio, which we still don't have for the sixth straight month. But yeah, shout out to SeatGeek, user promo code, World Talk Report, all caps, no spaces. And just give you an example here. If you're going to go to a baseball, football, whatever game for $23, let's say the tickets for $23, and every SeatGeek before, type in World Talk Report, all caps, no spaces, and the tickets for $3. Pretty good deal. Yeah. Dude, I mean, SeatGeek hooked the kid up. I know we hate other sports, and dude, the CFL is like mediocre sometimes. Shout out Johnny Manziel, four picks and a half. You effing bum. Like, like take a hike. Uh, but yeah, they hooked us up. Six seats. I mean, dude, great connection. SeatGeek's legit. You got to go check him out. And of course, use our promo code if you're uh, looking for anything. You can find those tickets. And it finds out like what's uh, what all the events that are closest to you. If you go on 12OunceSportsRadio.com, you can uh, see what's uh, really close to you. Adam, though, what I wanted to ask you about Summer League is I know, like, Stoon's kind of an underrated, like, it's a hidden hotbed for hockey guys. They, eh? like, you know, there's some, like, half-decent guys that kick around Toontown. Is there anyone, like, in the league that's, like, pretty nasty or, like, somebody you've played against who's, like, you know, like, an actual legitimate hockey player? First off, on our team, our goalie plays in the American Hockey League, Connor Ingram, whatever. Um, yeah, no, we played though. against... Yeah, he might have been, I guess. Uh, we played against Blair Jones. He played with the Flames and Lightning and Canucks, I believe. He plays in the American Hockey League now, but he played in the NHL before. Uh, he's in the league. Um, these guys weren't in the league this year, but in the past, we've played against... Taylor Lear, who's on the Philadelphia Flyers. Uh, Chandler Stevenson, who may or may not have just won a Stanley Cup with the Capitals, playing on the lo- line with Ovechkin sometimes. Yeah, so, like, he's in the league. And then, like, for the most part, like, there's some, like, D1 guys who go to, like, North Dakota and, like, stuff like that. And there's a couple dub guys. Like, we played against, like, Lane Peterson the one year he – it's going to be on the show eventually. He plays with the Yotes, the baby Yotes in Tucson. We'll see if he gets any votes on our next uh, Twitter poll, at World Hockey RPT. Our substitute goalie also plays D1. Everyone agree, might have heard of him. He might have gave us an hour interview. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like, for, n- n- nobody, like, 
nobody like like Blair Jones is probably like the best one this year, but like nobody who plays in the NHL this year, I don't think. Oh, and Colby Cave too. Yeah, Providence. He played Providence. Played a couple of games with the Bruins this year, actually. So yeah, we played against him last year, and yeah, I think he's, he's a Swift he's City Get Up kid, eh? He's your cheddar. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. Also, a little uh, podcast rip. Tanner Todd, scum, ditching out. Was supposed to have a sick interview today. We'll have to get the kid on. Beauty though, he's gonna have some funny uh, stories coming up next episode. Get to listen for him. Uh, T Todd. Carter Hart saw him today was not having anything in the podcast. Uh, not a big deal. I mean, the kid, there's a good chance the kid's going to make the flyers next year. Like dude, Brian Elliott's a joke. Who do they got? Neuverth. Another joke. Yeah, I don't know Honestly, like have. Carter Hart's like, n- like, I mean, nasty goaltender. He's going to come up probably like rip up Lee high in like first half of the season. Going to get the start. They got him listed at six, two. The kid is massive. Dude, he towered over me. And, like, supposedly I'm only two inches shorter than him. There's no, like, elite prospects or someone's got to remeasure the kid. Definitely over 6'2". Adam, I also wanted to ask you. I heard a lot of people bitching and complaining on Twitter. When does the hockey season officially start for you? Because, like, you know, like, when do you actually, like, think of, like, oh, the hockey season's now starting? Because, I mean, like, dude, I find myself watching, like, hockey in the morning, whether that's, like, you know, like, Europe hockey, maybe a couple of buddies or someone I know that are playing overseas and like the Holinka's going on. Like when do you when do you think you're like, okay, it's hockey season now? Probably the end of August. Like growing up, like grade nine and ten, a lot of my friends would go go away to play midget trips and they'd leave end of August. And like that's when like the WHL training camps are and like all that stuff. So I don't know, like August 25th-ish is kind of like, it's basically when you go back to school because that's kind of when the training camps, like preseason for the SJ starts, like start of September, like NHL preseason and camps start of September. So yeah, end of August is when I kind of get into it. Fair enough. Dude, I got a buddy who's playing over uh, Eastern Europe there, not a big deal, Czech Republic. What a schedule he sent me. Dude, they've got a 10-click run at 6 in the morning. Dude, it's training camp. Like, it's not even, it's like, it's literally like they're just like playing some preseason games and like 6 a.m. run, 3 o'clock. They actually have their like actual team practice, like get on the ice. And then they get another workout at 9 o'clock at night. Talk about zero fun. Like, like there's no time for golf or like hardly any time for hanging out with the boys because it's like in between your stupid long day, you're running or else you're probably like hitting the hot tub or something. But dude, shitty life feel sorry for you i mean easy money you're playing hockey but dude a 6 a.m 10 kilometer run i don't know if i could do that on my best day yeah 10 10 kilometers is a little ridiculous like i'm yawning just thinking about it but i don't even know like i I wonder how some of those euro guys would handle it because i think some of them would just be like honestly like i'm not doing this like you could cut me but like i'm not doing this dude they take it serious when I, when I was over there, they wanted me to come back for May and June just to work out. They were like, dude, we'll pay you we'll like we'll pay you your monthly salary. You just have to come here and work out. And I hear it's the biggest joke ever. Like Nick's over there right now and he's like, dude, like, 
yeah, we worked out like three, four days a week. And like on the weekends, we just got absolutely buckled. Like the whole team. They're like, dude, we just drank off every single bit of workout. Biggest joke. I don't yeah. even know why they do it. Like it's, it's, it seems like a waste of money. I mean, you wonder why like European teams are broke. Maybe it's because you bring in guys over May and June to work out. And I guess like half of it's like just playing soccer and like a glorified sewer ball sesh. Seems smart. Rather play adult safe league. Yeah, that doesn't seem fun. Reason 101, Janner didn't go over. Didn't stay over. Couldn't, couldn't stop. Couldn't stop. Other than the fact that I may or may not have been. Dude, I bet you I've got the best save percentage that a guy, for a guy that's played five or less games in Europe in his life. You're going to have to elite prospects that you're the, you're the stat magician on this one, but I, I would put money on that. You know what sucks though? Yeah. Is as soon as I leave, Yager gets the kahunas and he goes back. Don't even get a chance to play against Yager. Like maybe that would have changed my decision. Maybe the kid wouldn't have ended up at the dub, the WABC. Freaking could be playing against Yager oh, or something. <laughs> that, place, uh, that place sucked. You've been crushing any good movies lately? Like you hit the theater. I, I mean, I know you've got a couple of uh, funny like date got wrong stories, but maybe you should lay off the Fuddruckers batting cages. Might be a place to start. You crush any good movies lately? No, no good movies. I just watch The Office like every night for a little nightcap. Uh, I watch Suits quite a bit actually. Suits, pretty sick show. It's actually un- unreal. I'd recommend it to anybody. Suits is sick. Um, that's about it. Like, I'm not a big like go to the theater guy mainly because I never have time or like energy to. Too many dates to choose from. Yeah, too little dates to choose from. I went and crushed Christopher Robin in theater. That's a solid one. Uh, it's like Winnie the Pooh. Solid flick. I couple of chuckles, couple of uh, good laughs in there. Interesting movie for sure. But yeah, I do. I mean, I still crush the office. My girlfriend watches Suits. I haven't got into that. I think it's kind of lame. I mean, I think you're full of shit. You say it's a, definitely a must watch. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Other than that, there hasn't been anything too funny. Like Will Ferrell. I haven't seen him in theaters in a while. Yeah, I don't know what he's been up to. Probably just sitting around. Do you have any? Uh, I I was looking at. Uh, I seen a buddy posted something on uh, Snapchat. He's gone like they got a preseason bus trip too, dude. He's sitting on a bus for fifteen hours. Like right away, he's run over my foot. That would be the worst. Do you have any like like? I mean, obviously, I mean you should have been a UND commit. Uh, rumor has it, but do you have any brutal like bus trip stories or even travel stories like? Dude, just like anything gone horrible for you? No, I don't think so. Like, I mean, there's always like the classic layover story where like you don't really get like you're just like sitting in the airport miserable and I'm the type of guy who can't even sleep on a plane. That's rough. Yeah, I'm just miserable the whole time. Like any flight more than like three hours overnight, like I just absolutely hate my life. But yeah, no bad travel stories. Like I need to sleep in a bed. That's like the only thing. Pretty boy, you can't sleep in a ditch. No, definitely not. Just at your uh, aunt's house with some special friends over. <laughs> yeah, not anymore. <laughs> guess, what a bust. Guess we'll uh, leave some of those off, dude. Uh, anything else you want to touch on? Hockey World, it's World Hockey Report with Cody and Adam. Follow us on Twitter at World Hockey RPT. Website, blogs. Adam might do a blog, probably a blog on Barkov if you're betting. 
worldhockeyreport.com. Go check it out. Adam, any final thoughts? No, I, no. We'll we'll get back to the two shows a week, or no, two shows a like one show a week instead of biweekly. Two shows you a month. That one. That's a good. That's a good way to end it. Yeah, not shit. a bad idea. We'll get back to that like in September when there's actually things to talk about. Um, but for now, you know, just getting the interviews done. Like, I mean, like other podcasts. Like, I mean, the Puck Soup, ESPN one, like Ray Ferraro's podcast, love Ray, but like. Friedman's podcast or 31 thoughts they're not even going right now and we're still going talk about all things hockey so we're just working year round dude we grind it we're the iron men of the podcast league like we are we're the miners dude we're, we're literally the minor pros and yeah we grind it out over summer not a big deal i mean we love our fans we love our followers i don't know where we're at on twitter right now but i mean i, I know it's over like five thousand. so dude we're grinding it out we're beauties Keep retweeting the shit. Keep uh, answering the polls. Keep keep loving Kirby Doc. Like I mean, kids of beauty is just gonna keep lighting up the Holinka. Not a big deal. Yeah, we may or may not know him. Yeah, Adam may or may not have a connection there, dude. I mean, just keep following. World Hockey Report's getting big. The boys are getting some help. SeatGeek's sick. New energy's unreal. You gotta do a check that out. Twelve ounce sports radio. Extra promotion. I mean, dude. Real sports talk radio, you ain't getting that in Saskatchewan. You hardly get that in Alberta. I mean, sports talk radio here is so boring. You can listen to TSN for like 20 minutes. Sometimes they got good guests on. Other than that, dude, I mean, it makes you want to just fucking stop the car. Like, just put her in park, shut off the radio, and take a nap. That's my description of sports talk radio. I'd do it. in, In the area. Like, dude, it's like, I don't know, I mean... Turn on. I don't even know what the worst Saskatoon radio station is, but you're probably going to turn that on over some of the hosts Yikes. nowadays. Yikes is right. Alrighty, let's uh, let, let's wrap this up. It's time for bed, Adam. Uh, I think I already asked you any last words, but you know, if you've got any final messages, I mean, send it off. No last words. Peace out. Have a good night, good weekend. Probably see you in a week or two. Probably get some sick interviews. Maybe Tanner Todd will come on. All right. See ya.